0: Welcome to episode number 10 of the Stick to Hockey podcast. Oh, uh, we're finally back. I know it's been a little late. Joe Gordy here, Pat Egan here. Uh, we're going to do bold predictions today. Um, we each came up with a list of 10 bold predictions that we're going to get into. But let's get into it. First of all, how you guys doing? doing great uh i agree with the consistency thing
1: we're like the jonathan drew right now of podcasts where <laughs> the, the production is really good when it's there and then you just sometimes don't notice us
0: yeah it's, uh, sorry about that i've had a lot going on like off the air and like oh, whatever we don't need to talk about that but nonetheless we will get more consistent we promise Pat, how are you uh, i'm like the alexa yashin i was brought here in a big contract and i'm not going to live up to it yeah well <laughs> you didn't get drafted that high as you get, <laughs> As you it's a great it. point. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, but you're going to pop your cherry on the podcast today, so yeah, I'm pumped. I was pumped to, to get invited. Um, do, are there any rules to the podcast that we need to inform Pat about?
1: I uh, mean, we broke our rule about not inviting Pat on the podcast. That's so right. A, so after that, there's nothing else that we can do.
0: It was like Fight Club. First rule of the podcast, of the Stick to Hockey podcast, do not, do not invite Pat Egan. The second rule, oddly enough, was do not invite Pat Egan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rule. Pat, shut up. Don't talk. <laughs> yes. No, but we're going to have some fun today. We're going to debate some good stuff. Uh, a couple maintenance issues real quick. Uh, if you'd like to advertise on this podcast or become a sponsor, you can email us at stick to hockey... Bi- po- wait, stick... The number two hockey biz at gmail.com. Is that right, John? That's right. Yeah, okay. you nailed it. Um, the Twitter handle is, I forget all these oh, things. Oh, come
1: on. Stick at, to, ho- stick to Sik- hockey Sik-Pod. pod. Yeah, yes. of course.
0: Yeah, so hit us up on there as Twitter on Twitter as well. Um, my is, personal Twitter handle. Is that two, by the way, with a with T-O the number or two. number two? Number two.
1: Yeah, the number, number two. two. Like also, Utah, give me two. Uh, we've been uh, getting a lot of good requests from talented people who want to team up with us, uh, yeah. writing and stuff like that. Um, the issue, we first need to figure out how to read. And after we figure out how to read, we can get more into the, the writing stuff. We're, we're gonna, we yeah. have been hearing you, and, and uh, we like your stuff. We like the enthusiasm. We're going to get that rolling uh, shortly.
0: Yeah, I've talked with the guys over at Wildfire, and they've been awesome uh, over at Wildfire. Uh, they're going to have a section on there where we can blog, and we're going to get a couple people writing. Uh, one, I want to get somebody that writes about the league in general. Uh, And another person, I guess, that writes about the Flyers in general or the division. So that's kind of what we're looking for, right? Nice. And then some interaction on the message boards and uh, on the website as well. Because there is a message board when you go on Wildfire on the uh, Stick to Hockey page. Uh, Another thing real quick. um, I I was tipped off, actually, uh, by somebody when I was at training camp, showed me some stuff that was on a message board about uh, the podcast. And it appears, you know, some people are complaining. uh, Apparently, uh, this podcast maybe bumped somebody else, another podcast... Like down lower on the on wildfire or something. I don't know. I don't know all the details. Look, Whoops. I don't know. I don't know crap about podcasting. I don't. I, I'm a radio guy. You guys are radio guys. I, I didn't listen to many podcasts. I listened to some of the flyers once, and I and I think they all do a good job. I know Broad Street Hockey does a real nice job. Um, Sons of Penn. I've listened to their podcast a few times. They do a good job. I've, Nipped on a couple of other ones. I can't remember their names off the top of my head. But look, some people were were, were kind of trashing us. And look, I'm a radio guy. So like when I do an interview and if I say, hey, that we're talking with so-and-so, I'm a radio guy. I don't know about podcasting. All right? <laughs> so if, if you can't handle that, get over it. But look, we didn't bump anybody off any website at our request or anything like that. And I, I know one of the comments was, well, you guys got a radio show. Why do you need to do a podcast and kind of invade our world? I'm not trying to invade anybody's world. Matter of fact, anybody from any of the aforementioned podcasts, if they want to come on this podcast or want one of us to go on your podcast, I have no problem sharing. I don't care. I know we get some guests because of my connection with the team and stuff like that. And look, whatever. I'm not going to not use that as a positive for this podcast. But look, I'd love to invite people. I'd love to do a podcast that we all did together and we all shared on our different channels together. That'd be fine with me.
1: But, you know, Jay, the thing is that there's enough room for all of us. Yeah. Right. Like, that's the thing. And and this podcast does different stuff from some of the other podcasts out there. So by listening to all of them, you kind of get a comprehensive picture of what's going on with the Flyers and what's going on with the league. So there doesn't
0: need to be a beef. And here's the other thing is we we don't know what we're doing. We're just having fun. (laughs) And we're just we're just talking about the sport that we love. And look, we all do it differently. Nobody does it better than anybody else. It just depends on who listens, likes what. So that's just, I just wanted to say that real quick. But let's get, out of the way. Let's get to the bold predictions. Yes. Now, that we each wrote down 10. Some of these we didn't kind of confer before um, as to who wrote about what teams or whatever. We just wrote our 10 bold predictions. So some of these may overlap a bit and we may disagree, so we'll debate them as we go. And I'll start off. I'll start off with that, my first bold prediction of uh, the 2017-18 season, and here it is. Joel Quenville, the coach of the Chicago Blackhawks, will be coaching his final season as the head coach and bench boss for the Chicago Blackhawks. He will not be their coach beyond this season. What does that mean? That could mean a couple different things, right? That could mean the Blackhawks aren't good. Well, they have gotten bounced in the playoffs in the first round the last two years. And mind you, they got swept last year by the Predators. They suffered some attrition. Panarin's gone. They bring Sod back. I just see this team as degrading lower and lower, and uh, Bowman not going to stand. Bowman not going to put up with it much longer. He's going to make a change, and Joel Quenville is going to be the hottest coaching candidate out there
2: well, this season. I almost, I actually almost put this in mind. Uh, I, I did convey with with uh, with Joe Torty about my predictions. Um, so I almost had this because you can't keep that level of sustainability with that team and keep paying yeah. everybody. That's why you have to make a Panarin for for Brennan Saad trade. So you, know, you bring in Brennan Saad, but he's not, he's not. Panarin. No, he's not. And, you know, you keep having to pay these guys. Eventually, it's just going to break down. How long can Duncan Keith go? Um, you've already seen Brent Seabook, Seabrook kind of break down a little bit. So, yeah. I, you know, the problem, the biggest problem is when you have a team that wins all the time and then they have two bad years in a row, it's like, all right, we need to make a change. Well, they, And they
0: did make changes already. They've made changes to his coaching staff, and he wasn't happy about it. So that kind of leads me to believe that, that maybe that marriage is going to end after this season. That's my first Bold prediction. Joe, what do you have?
1: Uh, That actually lends itself nicely to my first bold prediction. All right. Uh, It's half about the Blackhawks. It says that both Chicago and Columbus will regret the trade. Panarin for Saad. I just don't see this as a fit for either team. You've got Panarin, who was magic with Kane, and Saad seemed like a perfect fit on a hard-hitting Columbus Blue Jackets team. Now you move them around. You're trying to maybe recapture what Jonathan
0: Taves had with Saad. It doesn't seem like a fit for either team for me. I disagree. Uh, I love Panarin with Columbus. I don't know what the sod thing is, but I think Panarin on Columbus makes them a better hockey club. I think it's good for Columbus.
2: I, I would. Opinion. I think it's on paper it's good for Columbus, but John Tortorella has a history of just finding a way to limit scores from being scores. He did it in New York, if you remember, in New York. He could not stand Matt Zuccarello. And as yep. soon as Matt Zucre- as soon as he got fired, Matt Zuccarello became Matt Zuccarello. Like Matt Zuccarello Took was off. designated to the AHL when John Torello was a coach because he didn't get him. And then he had he also had an issue um with uh, uh in, in New York Marion too. Gabrick, Yeah. Yes. Who went forty goals and then you put him in John Torello's system and he all of a sudden could not play anymore. So I'm interested to see What happens with Panarin? Because can he be what we saw in Chicago, or
0: is he going to be limited because of the defensive style that Tortorella plays? Yeah, and he makes guys block shots, and he expects a lot out of you. But look, I I think is learning year in and year out, and that's why he was the Jack Adams winner last year as a coach of the year. you got to let certain guys play, and I think he's going to let Panarin play. Look, Cam Atkinson wasn't bad last year offensively, right? Uh, So he's... Got guys that he can can let loose a little bit, and I think he will with Aaron. But, okay, Pat, your uh, first poll prediction. All right, uh, I love this guy. Joshua Hosang will finish second behind John Tavares on the Islanders in points. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Because they traded for Everly. Yeah, and uh, that'd be a big jump. Whew. I, I, could, I could see it happening. I, lo- I, could, I, I love could. Joshua Hosang. Yeah, I do too. But the thing I wonder about the Islanders, and, and I might as well get to this one as my next one as well, Uh how distracted is Tavares going to be this year? Because they said they would negotiate during the season. And to me, that's never a good idea. No. Never a good idea. So, uh, well, it'll lead me right to it. Let me get yeah. to that one then, okay? It is John Tavares' last season. This is the swan song for John Tavares with the Islanders. He's is not going to resign there. The reason why he's not going to resign there is because it's a mess. From snow isn't going to make it through the year, in my opinion. And Jonathan Tavares is going to move on and sign either with the Toronto Maple Leafs or he's going to get a lot of money somewhere, which I I, personally, I think he's a little bit overrated, to be honest with you. His numbers are good, and he's had, I think, an 82 or 83-point season before. Uh, But to me, he's not at that elite, elite level of player like he's going to get paid. Well, the problem
1: with him is that you don't know if it's the system. You don't know if it's the fit of the player. He doesn't have great foot speed. He's an elite, I would say, thinker of the game in terms of playmaking and things like that. But the way that the NHL's going guys like John Tavares are almost getting phased out in favor of the guys who just push up the rush and yep. just hunt the puck and lob it up like the Penguins did a couple years ago now everybody in the league's doing it you just lob it up and let somebody race it down I'm worried about Tavares' production that way for sure in the island so I, you might be right about that
2: John. yeah I think he's out there I, I do agree he's a little overhyped I mean when this guy came in he was supposed to be like the next Crosby he, he got the exemption in the OHL able to come in at 15 you we we're hearing about him at the age of 15 because anytime any guy gets the exemption, you start hearing about him. Yep. And the prodigy, yeah. Yeah. And he just never really reached the level of Sydney Crowder. You know, good, not, not elite, you know, oh my God player that like you have to pay a ticket to see. Yeah. He, he's very, he's very good. good. Very good. Yeah. Yes. I don't mean to like poo poo on the guy here. Um, I mean, I would take him on, on my team in a heartbeat. But he's not at the level of like
0: Ovechkin, Crosby, or McDavid. Yeah. So
1: he's like the Austin Matthews to the McDavid, right? Like really good, but not on that level. Well,
0: I don't know. Matthews might be closer to. He's not going to be McDavid, but he might be closer to McDavid than we originally thought.
1: Well, it looked like it after last year. Yeah, we'll 40 season. It
0: up. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right. The, uh, next, uh, I guess, Joe, you're up now.
1: Okay, sure. I'll take this one. This is going to be an unpopular one. Uh, the Oilers will not sniff the Western Conference final. They forget won't get
0: to, a, to the to conference final.
1: Forget about the Stanley Cup. I just I, the thing is with a team like that, a lot of people don't realize a lot of things broke really, really well for the Oilers outside of Connor McDavid. Like Cam, I'm not sure that I'm a Cam Talbot believer, well,
0: considering I, what happened down the stretch. Well, they rode him pretty hard last year, and that was the huge difference for them in goals given up year to year. I think the year before they were 28th, and the year before that they were 29th in the NHL. And then last year, I think they were like fifth in the NHL in goals allowed. So that was a big reason why they made the jump they did. But I tend to agree a little bit. I'm not a huge Cam Talbot guy either. He did it for a year, do it for another year, and then I'll start to maybe say that's your that's where you, you are as a goaltender.
1: Yeah, I, so I'm not sure. I, it's in spite of Connor McDavid too, because I think that he's just spectacular.
0: Well, yeah, that's and sidle, and they get them both locked up and both long term. So yeah, that that I could that's a, that's a decent prediction. Um, I don't know that I have them getting to the cup, um, but I have them definitely winning a couple rounds of the playoffs that's for sure yeah I think they're a popular pick because of mcDavid and because of Talbot and it's um, his third year and, and Crosby won the cup in his third year
2: yeah that's a good point so, um that I, I didn't think of but uh I, I think I think they're definitely good at content I mean they made noise last year um but I, I could see them not look it's the Stanley Cup playoffs anything you know yeah anything can it. happen um I do like their team a lot though I mean when Ryan Uja Hopkins is your third center not like, bad yeah you're pretty deep down the middle yeah
0: um, okay, I will say that the Devils will finish ahead of the Flyers in the standings. Mm. See, somebody, Kevin Allen from USA Today, tweeted out his rankings yesterday. And he had the Devils, I think, with 86 points and the Flyers with 85 as the bottom team in the Metropolitan Division. I totally disagree. I figured you would. The, the Devils are, making, are are averaging 3.57 goals in the preseason. So Devils to do that, isn't it? It really is. Uh, <laughs> uh, during the regular season, they won't be able to score goals because it's the Devils and they can't score goals. And I know Nico Hechers looked good in the preseason. But when the regular season starts, young players, especially undersized younger players like him, are going to have a lot more trouble than they are right now. Well, I figure with with Taylor Hall, Nico Hischer, Pavel Zaka having a
2: full season, and Corey Schneider has got to have a bounce back year. Well, he needs and to And then drive. they signed Will Butcher from Colorado, you um, know, in, in college, not the Avalanche. Um, so he he should help on the back end. Um, and then they you know they locked up uh, Damon Severson. So I, I figure you know one of the problems with them was just the, that. Corey Schneider had such a bad year last year. Like he was not he not, was not good Corey at all. Schneider. No, he wasn't. Yeah. Um, how many times is Corey Schneider not going to be Corey Schneider? It's you know you guys said it with Talbot. Let me see it again. I need to see it again. Yeah, to be like, all right, I'm 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 down on Corey Schneider, but I figure he's gonna have a bounce back year, and I just don't think the Flyers are gonna are gonna be because, mainly because of their goaltending situation. But I don't think the Flyers are
0: gonna. I think the Flyers goaltending was should be improved over what it was
1: last year. Well, that might have something to do with a, a bold prediction that I have, but I just wanted to get your thoughts on this, guys. Isn't it the most Philly thing ever that we're drooling over a Nolan Patrick fight and Nico Hishiers undressing people
0: up there yeah. in the preseason yeah. in New yeah.
1: Jersey? It's unbelievable. Yeah, who, yeah.
0: I, you know, I we talked to Dave Haxtall on the air and. You know, I don't want him fighting. No. <laughs> it's stupid. I don't want anybody in fighting. In the preseason? Yeah, I didn't even want Sam Moran fighting in the preseason, let alone uh, Nolan Patrick. It's Crazy. silly. All right, I'm going to get. A, I'm gonna go for a two-for-one here. I'm going to tell you two teams that made the playoffs last year that will not make the playoffs this year. First and foremost, the San Jose Sharks will not make the playoffs next year. Oof. They, San Jose has made the playoffs since 2007. They haven't missed the postseason. Actually, since 2003-2004, a run of a remarkable consistency over a decade now, for the Sharks, Patrick Marlowe, gone. Joe Thornton is old and coming off a pretty serious injury. You know, you're looking at what? P- Thornton, Pavelski, Brent Burns, Joel Ward. They're, they're all older. Yeah, Thornton's Pavelski's no— Pavelski's 33. Yeah, he's
1: not a spring chicken.
0: Burns, even though he just signed a contract, 32. Joel Ward's 36. That team will not make the playoffs. The other team that I have not making it are their team that was one goal away from the Stanley Cup final. That is the Ottawa Senators. They will miss the playoffs as well. Played over their head in the playoffs— they did great job. They rode the Craig Anderson uh, kind of that, that train of emotion last year. I think that was a big part of it. Neither of those teams are going back to the postseason.
1: On the Ottawa thing, I, might, I think you might have some support here in the corner oh. of the room. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, you know, and
2: Joe, we talked about this during the playoffs last year. But the Ottawa Senators, to me, I was just watching those games like, Nobody on this team scares me. Well, except for Eric Carlson. Yeah, I mean Carlson was literally the only one though. Like Anderson yeah. does this seemingly every like he's like an eclipse or a leap year. He comes around every four years, has a great season, and then he putters along for three more years, and then he has a great season again. Like there's, you know, Eric Carlson is is on another level of that team, but Bobby Ryan is, you know, what a, a he
0: had a nice playoff
2: five point guy at this point. I mean, yeah. you know, he's. The-
0: the, the, the cost per point when it came to Bobby Ryan was one oh, of the worst in the it's, NHL. It's ridiculous. I mean,
2: yeah. will J.G. Paggio have another,
0: no, know, no, exactly. So I could totally see them just coming back down to earth. Yeah, I know a lot of people like to cite the head coach and uh, Guy Boucher that in the second year in the system, they'll be more assimilated. I just don't see it. I don't see enough talent. They don't make the playoffs. And I don't think the Sharks do either. So that, that'll be two big ones out of the playoffs, uh, in, in each, one in each conference. All right, Joe, what do you got? Okay,
1: so here's number three for me. Uh, it is about the Philadelphia Flyers, and it is that Brian Elliott will approach 65 starts this year. Wow, why? Now, it could be a couple of reasons. One, I think Brian Elliott's better than Michael Neuvert is, just sure. objectively better. I think that the plan might be to go with the timeshare, but if the team's in contention, you've got to go with whoever's hot. I think Elliott has a better chance of doing that. Also, not convinced that Neuvert's going to be able to stay healthy. He hasn't his entire year, especially when being asked to. Play in more than half the games in a season. I think Elliott's going to end up winning the job and being used more in that, uh, that 60 this, 65 wow. game spot there.
0: Yeah, I was kind of thinking more like a 55 for him, somewhere between 50 and 55, because I think when a goalie gets hot, they'll ride him and then they'll go back and and go back and forth until another guy gets hot. 65 um, is a lot. If you're saying he's going to play 65 games and they're that meaningful, then that's definitely a playoff team, is, is my opinion. If you're saying that he's going to play that much, then they must be a playoff team because he's been hot a, a decent amount of the time. I disrespectfully disagree. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, just don't do think I don't think he's that good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, well, look, he's, he's had some years where he's really good, but and he had a year where we had a 940 save percentage back in, I think, 1213 for St. Louis. So uh, he can get it done. But he hasn't gotten it done lately, though. So uh, I tend to agree with you, Pat. All right, uh, Pat, what do you got?
2: All right, uh, my next one is the Habs are the team to beat in the East. I, I, I The Montreal Canadiens. Yeah, lo- I mean, you had Carey Price... And the offensive firepower they have, and then on top of it, you add Jonathan Drouin, who's playing the middle. That's a good. I mean, Patrick, ready? Well, no. Okay, okay, uh, keep going. Who's plays, playing the middle? He plays the
0: wing. Uh, Drouin. You're gonna move Drouin in the middle now? A, a natural winger. Then you're gonna move him into the center. Well, he can play. He, he can play the center. He can. You're right, but not well. I, we'll I, see. I just don't see we'll the team offensively. I totally disagree. I, I think their team they're gonna make the playoffs, but to me, they're like a third seed or a wild card. In my opinion. Plus, I just don't know that Carey Price can maintain that level of play, stay there, year in and year out, when so much... He's got so much pressure on him in every game. But it seems like he doesn't face be able him. to score. It seems like it, it, he it literally great. doesn't fit. Fa- I mean, look, the Carl Alsner signing
2: I thought was terrible. Yeah, he's not going to get anything. Awful, awful contract. But... In my opinion, he's the best goalie in the league by far. Yeah, well, they need help on, on the def- on the blue line, and too. Every, and every, they trade Zergachev. Yeah, but every year we say this about a carry price of how can he handle the pressure? Is he going to be able to handle the pressure? And he handles it because they love him up there. Well, now, granted, they love him because he's the best player in the, you know, the best goalie in the league. And, you know, you know, up there, it's kind of like how we treat the Eagles down here, where you're great until all of a sudden you suck and then we turn on you quick. All right. But... I, I don't see him tailing off for any reason. I'd I just I, I'd be shocked. All right,
1: Joe. Uh, for a prediction? Go ahead. Uh, let's see. Uh, how about Matt Duchesne? We haven't talked about Matt Duchesne yet. Yeah. Uh, Matt Duchesne will be an av at season start. That There's nothing that's going to be done. Now, granted, we, we had written these about a week and a half ago, so yeah. it was a lot bolder a week and a half ago. But uh, now as we sit here and we're about to release this, that's what I'm saying. That he's absolutely going to be an av by season start. And it wouldn't surprise me to see him still be an av by the trade deadline.
0: Well, here. It's an untenable situation up there. It's ugly. Colorado stinks. They sucked last year beyond suck. That's how bad they were last year. Uh, are they going to be a better team this year? Probably not much. They're not going to be the worst team in the league, I don't think. I think that Vancouver is going to end up being the worst team in the league. But maybe Vegas, but more Vancouver. Uh I don't think that he can stay there. I think that Sackick has got to lower the price because he's asking way too much to get a play, to, to trade for a player that they know they have to move. So, yeah, I agree he's going to be here. To start the season in Colorado, he's not gonna be there at the end. Well that was my fifth uh bold prediction was Matthew Shane saga. And
2: I said it but I said it was gonna play out all season until the deadline yeah. where they do not get a good return. Yeah. And and his play I think could suffer like Jeff Carter when he was in Columbus that year. Because he just doesn't want to be there. Yeah. He doesn't want to be there and who does he have to play with? Yeah. You know, it's just like you're gonna end up drawing
0: this out and getting an awful return. I mean, Sakic has just done a terrible job of this. Kind of where they played it out in Vancouver with the goalies. Yeah. You know, they end up trading Corey Schneider to the Devils. Didn't get a great return. And then they end up trading Luongo anyway. I mean, they it's butchered at this point. Yeah, it's, it's not a good situation. It. All right, my next prediction, real simple. It's the return of the Stammer as an elite sniper in the NHL. Stamkos will be back, and he will lead the NHL in goals this season. Now, what's that number? What, what's he going to get? 42.
1: 42 goals is going to get it done.
0: Forty-two will get it.
1: Wow! Down. Yes. Now, what makes you say that about Steven Stamkos?
0: Um, why do I think he's going to be back? Well, I think he's actually healthy for the first time uh, in a long time, and I think that that team, the way they're built, is perfect. Is perfect for him to finally be able to play upwards of seventy-eight games. Wow! And he can put the puck in the net. He's on that new deal. He's making a lot of money. Stammers back. Okay, all right. I, see, I always thought when players, he signed, had a sixty goal season. You know,
1: well, I, I'm aware. But 2011,
0: I, twelve. Yeah. But I was going to say years. how long? How long ago was
1: that? Who was in <laughs> office at that yeah, point? Yeah. Um. No, I, it's just whenever the the problem that I have is that I don't know if Tampa Bay is going to be very good. Mm, so, I disagree. So as a result, you know, I, I heard you in the power rankings. Yeah. I don't. I just don't know how good they're going to be. So if they're good, Stamkos is going to be a huge part of that. Yeah. But I worry a little bit about the Matt Duchesne thing where the checkout happens and the, the paycheck collecting happens and things like that. Not saying that that's what happened with Duchesne. But when you do have that big deal, it kind of keeps you warm at night when your team's really struggling. So I worry about that a little bit with Tampa Bay this year. Right. I, I do think he's healthy, though. I mean, obviously. I, I do think. And that's that's
2: huge. I mean, when you break your leg, it's not the best. Yeah, then the blood clots. Yeah, for your skating ability, you know. So, look, when he's healthy, he's one of the the best players in the league. He's probably a top five forward in the league. So, um, we'll see. I I just... uh, yeah, I, I I'll I'll get to my prediction later. This this falls into one of my predictions, but I don't think they're gonna be a good team.
0: Really? I I have them winning the Atlantic Division. Okay. Uh go ahead, Joe. Uh
1: well that leads me to mine. Uh Montreal will win the Atlantic division. Okay. I am higher on them than uh than you are. Uh, I think you know, you said three seed. Uh, or maybe wild card. I, I disagree with that. I think Montreal is more in line with what Pat predicted earlier that uh, they might be the team to beat in uh, in the conference. I still do like Pittsburgh's chances, uh, but Montreal has done some really nice things to the position themselves well. I get the concern about the centers. I, I really do think though that Jonathan in there is that's just a magical pairing with that team. I really I, think they're fantastic.
0: Yeah, I think the team that ends up winning the conference is a Metropolitan Division team, and it's not the Penguins. For the regular season, I'm talking about, and that's going to be the Columbus Blue Jackets. I think they will be the best team in the Eastern Conference. I see. That's because it. it's not going to be the Caps. Yeah, I, not again. I don't think it'll be. The, I don't think it'll be the Caps again at all. I think.
2: Um, and I didn't make this a prediction, but the Olympic thing is going to is going to weigh on Ovechkin's game. I feel like that the fact that he can't go, yeah, he's going to be watching it. He's Pouting. Be, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when he kind of checks out, he checks out big time.
0: Yeah, so I—I don't lost see it some players. You know, they lost some players in the offseason. season. They yeah, did. they
1: did. Yeah. I actually have that uh as another part of my my predictions. We got to move on. All I, right, I've, I've taken like three in a row. There you go. All right, I, uh I—I have the Rangers
2: have the most impressive decor in the league. The most impressive decor in the NHL. Okay, give me the decor. All right, you got Lundqvist. Uh, I'm sorry, Lundqvist. Jesus, uh, I'm fried. I've been up since you know 6 a.m. Uh, you've got McDonough and Shattenkirk. Mm-hmm. So McDonough is not have a, a, a weight on him named Dan Girardi for the first time in his career, yeah. which is beautiful. You know, you have Gossespeare in Philadelphia who had this anvil attached to him named Andrew McDonald, and let's see what he can do without it. And that's the
0: same thing. Well, with let's Ryan put it McDonough. up against a really good defense, and let's go with Nashville's defense. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I mean, is that defense going to be better than Nashville? I, I think it's deeper. Wow. I think it's deeper.
2: I think that I think the six are deeper than their six. Okay,
0: what about your top Columbus? four might be might be close what about Columbus? Warenski, Seth Jones. Seth Jones is going to win an R soon. By the way, uh, he's no, he's one. Of the, look, one of the best
2: young defensemen. Who their bo- who's their bottom? Their last three. I mean, look. Did, that's my thing. Did, is is like, your is bottom like, pair? I'm talking. I'm talking the, the the deepest decor in the league. Yeah, but it's the not most the best impressive decor in the but league. But that's is the it? most impressive if if, if uh, you can have a deep team. That's the new the new trend in the NHL recently, right? Yeah. It's not just your top two lines. It's you can roll four lines, and that's you're seeing teams that win like that. Yeah. Well, if you can roll four it doesn't lines, doesn't do any good in you, the playoffs, though. To we'll be see. With you. We'll see. But you got yeah. Brady Shea, Brendan Smith, who was a deadline acquisition. Yeah is is impressive. And that, that deal's flying under the radar. Um they're not it. supposed to let your fandom uh, I'm not. Affect no, your I'm not. I'm prediction. not. I'm not. I'm not. Because they're because I'm getting to that. Don't you go there. All right. Uh, they traded for Anthony D'Angelo. Don't you go there? They traded for Anthony D'Angelo, who uh, you know, I think he's a terrible human being, but he's a he's a decent decent hockey player. This is the third yeah. team he's been on. Um March for a reason. March Stahl is probably the worst defenseman they have, and you know if he's on that bottom, you know the, the 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 third pairing, that's not too bad. And then they signed a guy um, um, from college named Neil Pionk, who was impressing in in, in training camp, but he got sent to, to the uh, to the AHL affiliate recently. But right. um, you know uh, there the, the were guys. There were
0: guys, Mark Stahl or or Nick Holden, who who's trash. Right. but other than that, all right. Let me. I'll give you another one here. The Dallas Stars will win the Central Division of the Western Conference. Now, if you remember, two years ago. The Dallas Stars finished with 109 points for the top spot in the Western Conference. Now they've got Ken Hitchcock, and every team that Ken Hitchcock goes to the first couple of seasons before he becomes a royal pain in the rear end, they do very well. They tighten up defensively. They also signed Ben Bishop. So you don't have the Kari Lettinen-Anti-Niemi tandem of slop between the pipes anymore. Now you're going to ride Ben Bishop, use Kari Lettinen. This team will win the Central Division. They've got Sagan. They got Jamie Benn They've got good players on this team. They will win that comp, that division of the Central. And that's probably the most competitive division in, in the NHL. That and maybe the Metro now.
1: Yeah, the Metro is pretty good too. I actually agree with this bold statement that you just made. The the thing is with the stars. They ring Jason Spezza out like a wet washcloth. Yes, they, they get every little thing that they can get out of Jason Spezza. If you would have asked me five years ago if Jason Spezza was still doing the things that Jason Spezza does in Dallas, I'd say there's no way. But it's yeah. amazing that they've been able to build depth that way instead of through all of the AHL call-ups and some of the ways that we've seen other teams build their depth. All right. I, I, I also agree on this bold prediction.
2: Yeah, um, it's... And it's going to lead into one of my bold predictions. <laughs> well, let it lead into it now. What is it? Uh, it is that uh, Ben Big Bishop will be in the Vesnia finalists. because if you look at what totally agree if, if you look at what Ken Hitchcock's able to do with goalies as you said earlier with Elliot nine forty save percentage well when did he do that when Ken Hitchcock was the goalie uh, first first year
0: yeah Hitchcock it, was like the, coach it, St. Lewis. Yep. the
2: whole the whole and you said the the mess of Niemi and Lettinen. Like what the hell were you thinking? Well,
0: Jim Neal has a massive, stupidest problem with him.
2: logic ever to have quote unquote two starting goalies. It's like having two quarterbacks in there. It's, it's stupid. So uh, I think he's going to be a Avesnia finalist. I, I love John Klingenberg or Klingberg. That guy on the defense he replaced replaced Goligoski like seamlessly. And you looked at Ben, you looked at Segan. They both had down years last year. Really, Spezza was the only guy who kind of stayed consistent. You can't expect both of those guys to once again have down years. Yeah. They're just too talented. So, agree
0: 100%. There you go. All right, Joe, what do you got?
1: All right, let's keep it in the uh, the trophy conversation. Chris Letang will finish in the
0: top two for Norris voting. Mm, see, this is a tough one. Top two. Ooh. You're, you're, you're assuming he's healthy. Yeah, that's the thing. I just don't know that he'll play enough games or be able to prove healthy all season long. Um, think about what. Well, who's what the other guy you means, got in there? Right? Brent Burns, well,
1: Carlson. You know, I I kind Drew of. Ag- I agree a little bit with what you were saying, Jay, about Burns being maybe another year older, the Sharks being another game worse. Yeah. The latest report from the Eric Carlson surgery is that he had half of his ankle bone removed. Yeah. So you're running out of top tier defensemen that what about are, Victor Hedman. I mean, you've got Hedman, right? You've got PK Subban, who's probably going to be in the conversation yeah. again. Seth
0: Jones, perhaps.
1: Uh, right. So th- there are guys there. I like Letang when healthy against any of those guys. In so what terms did I of say about
0: letting fandom affect your bold prediction? Hey, listen, man. It is what it is. Like, All right. it, it,
1: every time that he's been healthy, Eric Carlson's been the only guy who consistently produces at a more elite level than Chris Letang. Does. Yeah,
0: and he, and he, does, he plays a lot of minutes. No can't, can't ignore talent, Joe. Yeah. It's, can't ignore talent. All right. Here we go. Uh, I got another one. The NHL playoffs will be back in the desert. What? The Arizona huh? Coyotes. What? We'll be back in the play. Oh, explain yourself. <laughs> Is this some kind of
1: like storm thing where no. they move the game?
0: No. I'm oh, telling all, you. All, no. all, all 12 fans are going to be pumped to hear this prediction. Well, Nick Johnmerson. They get Nick Johnson, Good, steady D man. They get Derek Stepan. I know you know that, Pat. They got rid of Mike Smith, who's a pretty good goalie, by the way. He'll be fine. And they got Antti Ronta. This team will make the playoffs. Antiranta, Ronta. Antiranta. Antiranta, Antiranta. That's
2: his name, so that's what we'll call him. Um, Stepan is a, a, a one of the better centers. Um, probably, you know, look, what I'm trying to get at. It, he, I don't think he's the number one center. I think he's number two. His face-off percentage is absolutely terrible. They need mm-hmm. a they need a bounce back from Duclair. Max Domi, I think, uh, you know, is, is a mm-hmm. stud for that team on the yeah. rise. Love Christian Dvorak. Yeah, um, keep going. I just no. Noel. No oh well, yeah. I mean, look, Come Oliver, Oliver eggman Larson is probably the most underrated defenseman in the league because of where he plays. No I mean, more Shane Doan. He, look, he plays in front of as many people that are in a studio right now. You know, every night. Um, it doesn't matter who they play in front of. I understand, but I'm saying that's why he's underrated. I, I, but no, I don't think I don't see them coming back. All I right. think uh, I think a lot of Niemi's, uh or, I'm sorry, not the Emmy. Uh, Ronta. I'm um, seeing my my brain's fried today. Wrong ante. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think a lot of uh, Ronta's success comes from the Rangers goalie coach. The Rangers goalie coach is probably the best in so the So he forgot everything he taught him?
0: I'm not saying he forgot everything he told him taught him, but let's see what he does without him. It was supposed to be bold predictions. You guys are giving me chalk. I give you the desert. Is going to have a playoff round. I'm, I'm not saying they're you, going to
1: win. I'm giving you Brian Elliott 65 starts. Well, that was just silly. <laughs> I haven't given you anything all that crazy.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, though. We're going to grade these at the end of the year. Okay. We'll we're to, go back and look. Yeah, we're going to print these out. And we're going to check them off. I'm telling you, Arizona makes the playoffs. They were in
1: the playoffs a couple of years ago. Yeah, they're not making the playoffs.
0: All sure. right, we'll see. All right. we all right, go ahead, turn? Joe. It's a cat's care. turn? Wh- whoever.
1: All right, I only go. got like one more. I'll right. go. Uh,
2: and this kind of segues into one of your uh, your bold predictions. Stevie Eiserman will be fired what? after the season. That's what? right. That's right. Get There's your, bold and then they're stupid. Get your resume ready, Stevie Y.
0: What? This guy.
2: Look, they are a good team. I don't think anybody is, is saying they're not. But the Tampa Bay Lightning under Stevie Eiserman have made bad moves. He's given out bad. Bad contracts. Have you looked at that Dan Girardi contract? It is terrible. That Ryan Callahan contract is terrible. The return for Jonathan Drouin, I did not think was all that great. Okay, yeah. Well, you you, don't
0: know yet. You don't know what Sergachev is. Okay, you
2: get Sergachev, and that's it. I mean, you get a second-round pick and Sergeyev. Yeah, but you knew
0: knew they were going to move Drouin eventually. I understand that, but you you should have gotten more than Sergachev in a second. For this guy. He had to sign other guys. He had to get younger guys that he could pay less money. You're absolutely right. Tyler Johnson and the other deals. He had to sign all those guys. Then why the hell are you giving that much money
2: to Dan Girardi, who's been shot for three years? And Girardi was a buyout, too, wasn't he? He was a buyout, and then you gave him him. a a, a way bigger contract than he ever should have gotten.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, come on. There's no chance.
2: You're saved by Victor Hedman, Stephen Stamkos... Tyler John, you're saved by these guys. No, but it, the fact of the matter is, they like they're they're, they're, they're going to underperform because Steve Eiserman is a terrible GM and he should be axed. It's Eiserman, dude.
1: There's no there's no Ye- You know Iserman. what,
2: when he does anything as a GM, I'll say his name right. All right, right. we're
1: not talking about the player.
0: Oh man, if he's fired after the season I'll cut off my right thumb.
1: Jay, make sure you ask Pat what he thinks about Nick Holden
0: sometime. Yeah, okay. Make sure that he'll, we'll, you we'll ask do that him about here. that. All right, Joe, go ahead. All
1: right, ahead. here we go. Uh this one, Nashville returns to the Stanley Cup final.
0: No, I don't agree it? at all. Not even close.
1: What do you mean no? Just just no. no?
0: Just no. We
1: can't even consider this possibility that the same kind of blueprint that worked for them last year works again this year, except instead of Mike Fisher, you got Nick Benino?
0: Did the Flyers go back to the Cup after Laviolette took them there? Oh, come on, man. Who's their goalie? <laughs> Well, Pekarene wasn't exactly great in last year's regular. season. No, okay, he was, he, was and, better, and he was better. He was better than playoffs.
1: Michael Layton. Oh, he was inconsistent in the you, playoffs. You when forgot he forgot about shutting out Chicago in the first round. You
0: forgot about Boosh in that Come playoff on. run. <laughs> that back, uh, Johan Backlund backup. Come on, man. And I'm not just some Nashville honk. But well, well, listen, listen. Here's the deal, uh, Pecorine, I You know I love Pekarene. I mean, who doesn't love a little Pekka. So. <laughs>
1: oh my
0: god. I knew you would degrade it eventually. <laughs> um but no, the no, I, I love place. Pecorino, but he, he is getting long in the tooth. I just I can't see them going back. I can't see it. He's long in the leg pads, man. That's yeah. what I noticed. He yeah. might be long in the two. I mean, he's he's a still bad long wrestler. in the pads. I don't know. Joe, he was really inconsistent in the later rounds of those playoffs. He
1: was. The home and road splits in particular oh were really God. weird. To he was look horrific. At. Yeah. Yeah. I I hear you. I don't
0: I don't think I don't think they make
2: it back because one I just think it's it's ridiculously tough to make it back in the NHL to back-to-back uh, yeah. to back-to-back Stanley Cups. What fans tend to forget a lot of times with teams that run deep and and the, the the Blackhawks did it, the Rangers did it, is these teams that run deep, you're basically adding a whole nother season to your to your your workload and your body. And when Two you plus go, months. Yeah, when you go three or four years of deep runs, you just break down. You can't keep doing it. Unless you're and, the penguins. And I'm not saying that obviously, I mean this is you know exactly unless you're the penguins. Um so it's tough to get back there. Ryan Ellis is out. I, yeah, I, mean, he'll I don't... Be and, he'll be back. He'll be back, but... Yossi,
0: they named him the captain for Mike Fisher. But still, I, I let's... Yeah, let's, let's see. Yeah. Let's, and, and, and look, and, like it's bold predictions, right? And, J- and Johansson's got to stay healthy, obviously.
1: Yeah, and well, that was that's partner, the other so. thing. They yeah. did it without Johansson last year, yeah. so... I, well, mean, I mean, they made a two- horseshoe
0: in their ass, let's face it. They, they went on a run. They were just a team on a run. And it, Peter Laviolette's done it before, and he did it again. Put a team on a run in the playoffs. Did it in Carolina, obviously, and got it done. Uh... Joe, do you have another one? I have one more left.
1: Uh yeah, I've got uh at least one more here. Oh, how about this one? Uh Vegas will finish in the top two thirds of teams in the NHL. Mm,
0: I can't see it. Yeah, okay. So they
1: won't be a bottom three or four team.
0: I can't see that. So I you're don't... saying like the twenty second ranked team in the league, twentieth team? Yeah,
1: somewhere in that range. Only because give me
0: ten teams that are worse than they're gonna finish worse than that. <sighs>
1: Well, I mean, you talked about Vancouver, Vancouver, Colorado, Colorado. um, Buffalo. Buffalo's probably there. Uh, I
2: don't don't think Buffalo's there.
1: No, you're. No, I I think I think Buffalo's going to improve with Uh, with the coach. Well, so here's the thing. I don't think Vegas is all that
0: good. Maybe Arizona. You think there?
1: What I will say is that road tripping to Vegas and playing them is going to be something that is gonna be weird for a lot of teams. They're not gonna be able to handle it, I don't think.
0: No and a unique and, home field homewise advantage, no question.
1: Especially for hockey players, right? I yeah. mean hockey players love the party. Yeah, yeah, but at the
2: same point, to use that argument against you, these players are all new to Vegas and how will they react to the first month of being out there? Are they gonna be visiting the visiting the bunny ranch every couple of days or are they gonna be like focused on hockey? I mean well, seriously the, at, I mean, look, they haven't Good, they have a good uh, room with veteran leadership, but uh, you know James Neal's along in the tooth, but he's been there before. He's done it, so
0: they, I, I, I don't. He's th- getting traded too. He's not going to be there at the end of the year. James. I don't. Neal. I, don't I don't think they're going to be. You know, George w- McPhee does not want them to be a great team right now. He doesn't. No. Um. About assets. And you saw
2: that. You know, with the, with the expansion draft, the way that that guy maneuvered the expansion draft yep. was extremely was uh It awesome. was extremely impressive. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think they're going to be they're going to be that good. They're definitely not going to be the worst team. They're not going to be, you know, the top
0: no. five worst teams in the league, but All right. All right, Pat, you got one more? Oh, I got I got more than uh more than one more. All right, well, give me one take, more. because We're best. running out of time here. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> all right.
2: Well, I'll I'll break down uh okay. Uh, I had Cody Glass will lead Vegas in points. Uh, the rookie, the sixth overall pick, love Cody Glass. I'll lead them in
0: points. I think
2: he's going to lead them in points. I really do. This kid is a dynamic player. Yeah, I get it. And and Ooh. they and they don't have many of those right now offensively. They they're gonna they're gonna rely heavy heavily on his playmaking ability. So I'll hit on that real quick. Um, Charlie McAvoy will contend for rookie of the year, possibly. Remember, bold prediction, possibly the Norris. Love Charlie McAvoy for the Norris. L- I said it. Bold prediction, gentlemen. All right, these aren't light predictions; they're bold. And finally, and I'll expand on this one more. Uh, this will be Hacksaw's last year. Hacksaw's, Hacksaw's gone.
0: last co- last year. This will this will be it. I, I just so if they miss the playoffs, he's gone.
2: I think they're going to miss the playoffs. That's the thing. I I yeah. I, I don't think they're going to make it. I think their goalie tandem, you know, is going to be once again. You, let's ride the hot hand, and I think when you ride the hot hand, usually it just doesn't seem to work out well, I just talent wise I don't think they're quite there yet they're on the cusp but they're not quite there yet they're going into the year that's what, what could what? buy them
0: another year though they're, if they if they start the season with five rookies a second year d-man and prover off he doesn't play like it and Gosses bear who may make more rookie mistakes than all of them uh, that could be the thing that saves him from
2: Well like his year. coaching his coaching philosophy at times last year was, was like I questioned it. I mean to put but, Andrew but, McDonald with with Shane Gosper the entire year, it was like what what the not hell Shane, are you he was a prover off, but
0: um yeah. Uh no, look here's the other thing that you gotta remember. The general manager handpicked the guy and went out on a limb for him. Gave him a five year deal. So the general manager's not gonna be overreactive. That's the other thing for me. All right, here's uh, my final one. Uh Connor, uh, not yet, buddy. Crosby will remain the best player in the NHL for another season, and there'll be no doubt about it. McDavid may have more goals than Crosby this year. McDavid is going to have a great season. But by the end of the year, you will still know that the mantle has not been passed. Sidney Crosby will still be the best player on the planet, and the Pittsburgh Penguins, dare I say, will win a third straight Stanley Cup. No. boy. This pains me to say. No. Nope. I'm not a hater. I don't hate the Penguins. I love watching the Penguins and I respect the living, you know what?
2: You're not a hater. You just hate the hype.
0: No, and but listen. Crosby's played more games than anybody. All these playoff games over the last couple of years, the World Cup, and and he play and he plays him every game with a guy draped on his rear end the whole time. But until proven otherwise, I cannot go against it. The Penguins will win a third straight Stanley Cup.
1: Well, you know what? You think about the all the games that they've played. It's new teams almost every year, right? They keep bringing up these kids from the AHL who well, yeah, haven't. Yeah, look at Gensel and yeah. Sheary.
0: I mean, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, they haven't had all the wear and tear. Yeah, Crosby and Malkin have. But, you know, when I watch Crosby, it's like having a conversation with somebody in the NFL who, who thinks that, like, Odell Beckham Jr. is better than Antonio Brown. Odell Beckham Jr. is way flashier than Antonio yeah. Brown is. But when you watch dominance of a game, it's not close. Connor McDavid's the same way. He does some things, three or four things every game, where you're like, wow. Yeah. And then you look back at a Penguins game and you say, wow, Sidney Crosby single-handedly dominated this game. Yeah, if you
0: know what you're looking for when watching Crosby, it's a master class. He doesn't lose a frickin' puck battle along the boards he no, doesn't he's, lose.
2: Him. He's he's so dominant, and,
0: and you know we, we talked earlier about the, the wear and tear
2: of going deep in the playoffs. But you're right; they, they'll bring up, they'll call up me, you, and Martitis, uh for the stretch run, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm a 30 goal guy, or, you know, I'm a 30 point guy, and you're potting in 15 goal. It's like you just yo, sit on the, the back door and hell you get the pass, these guys. Yeah. it's he-
0: ridiculous. Jake Gunsel. Yeah, well, look, his numbers before he got with Crosby were pretty damn good. No, they were, but the but, but
2: I mean, the point like Connor Shearer is a prime example, right? Like he was an undrafted free agent who they stashed in scranton Wilkesbury and all of a sudden he comes up and he's like making an impact. Yeah, and he it's got paid like, for they, it. It's like they keep doing this with guys. They keep finding guys off the scrappy. I mean, kudos to the management for doing
0: it. But yeah. uh, I, I, I I like the bold prediction. I disagree with it, though. All right, so let's just to wrap this whole thing up. Um, we'll go with you, Joe, first. Okay. Who's your division winners for each division? So let's start with the Metropolitan Team Division. Which team? Which team is the wins the regular season in the Metro? Uh,
1: I have the uh, the Penguins winning the Metropolitan Division in okay. the Metro. I know that uh, that you had a different team.
0: I have Columbus yes. winning the Metro. Pat, who do you have winning the Metro? Uh, I also have the Pittsburgh Penguins. Okay, let's go to the Atlantic Division of the Eastern Conference. Pat, who do you have winning the Atlantic? You got probably Montreal, right? Montreal. Okay, Joe. Uh,
1: I also have Montreal,
0: and I have Tampa Bay. OK. All right. So let's go to the Central Division. I have Dallas winning the Central Division. Uh, I have Chicago winning the Central Division. Oh, OK. And Pat, who do you have winning the Central? Dallas. And you have Dallas winning. OK, let's go to the Pacific. Who do you have winning the Pacific Division?
1: Uh, I have uh, those Anaheim Ducks taken
0: down the Pacific. And I agree with that. That they will win that Pacific Division. Okay, Pat, who do you have winning the Pacific? The Edmonton Oilers. Okay. All right. There it is. Somebody had to say it, boys. (laughs) The Edmonton Oilers. All right. And what team, who will be playing for the Stanley Cup come June? Joe, we'll go with you first. I have a Stanley
1: Cup final rematch between the Nashville Predators and the Pittsburgh Penguins in that matchup. That is bold. Okay, and who wins? Uh, I have the Pittsburgh Penguins three-peating
0: oh, okay. over the
1: Nashville Predators, so I actually agreed with your bold prediction.
0: Yes, good. Okay, and once again, I said, "Don't let your fandom get in the way here." That oh, ha- yeah. Clearly hasn't worked
1: well. Oh, yeah. But your logic is so great that it's okay when you say it. But if I yeah, agree, but I'm with not your a logic, penguin fan. Oh my god, okay. oh, penguin honk.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not some kind of penguin honk man. <laughs> uh, who do you have winning uh, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference, Ben? Uh, I got Carolina and the Avalanche. No, uh, no. <laughs> No, Carolina. I know <laughs> Scott Darling. They're
2: gonna ride him. Um, he almost was one of my bold predictions. Uh, no, I have the uh, the Dallas Stars versus the uh, the uh, Habitants. Uh-huh. Okay, oh, the that. Canadians. Nice. And who wins?
0: I got the Canadians. And the Canadians win the cup. Whoa. Oh my God! There it is. Huge bold prediction. I have the Pittsburgh Pl- Penguins taking on those Anaheim Ducks, and I have the. Penguins, one of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wanted to say the Ducks, but I couldn't. <laughs> uh, but it'll be a good final. And Getzlaff and Perry will come up just a little short.
1: Programming note about those Carolina Hurricanes. Haven't talked about it much. It's Sebastian Aho now. Yeah, it's, it's no longer Aho. Aho. Yeah, yeah. How
0: about that? Yeah. well that's going to be a uh, well, lot. Why, 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 a why do they do this?
1: Why, like, just just tell us right <laughs> off the bat. It's the wrong name.
2: Like Dominic <laughs> Brown, and for the Phillies, did this. It's like we, a year into his gear, He's like, oh, by the way, you don't spell my name like that.
0: Like, yeah. What? Yeah, well, that happens all the time, especially in the NHL. Remember Freddie
2: Galvis? It was Freddie Galvis
0: for like a week and a half? <laughs> yeah. Come yeah, on. Back to Galvis. It's whatever you, we call you, damn it. That's right. That's all right, so th- there's the bold predictions. We'll grade them at the end of the year. Boys, it's been a lot of fun. We'll crank her up again next week for episode 11. Uh, go to, again, the, uh, hit us up on the, the email address if you'd like to sponsor on the show, sticktohockeybiz at com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Pod. And uh, check out Wildfire, and uh, we appreciate everybody. If you got some comments, leave them on the message board. We're going to start to communicate there. Other than that, uh, great job, boys. Yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, the uh, Apple iTunes store, the ratings and the comments are
1: helping out big time. So keep those coming if you haven't done it already. If you have, leave a second one. Helps out big time.
0: Great. Stick to Hockey Podcast. We appreciate listening. Thank you, everybody. See you.